Hey, it's Jose Galison on No Way Jose. Uh, you can find me on the No Way Jose YouTube channel. I'm also on just about every place you can find a podcast at, every podcatcher. I'm also on the Liberty Movement uh, YouTube channel and BitChute. Uh, you won't find all my content there. I generally only put the content up there that is uh, falls under the umbrella of cultural and non-political uh, for them. Uh, this one will probably, I don't see us going too political with a, uh, with a, the topic today. I find that hard to believe. Um, tomorrow I'll have James Jenneman on and we'll probably go a little political. So that one won't, won't be on here. So if you want that stuff, you know, go on my channel or you find me on uh, the podcasters, you know, pod catchers or whatever the fuck. Um, Today, I'm having on Shane Scalf of the What's Happening podcast. We're going to be talking about fatherhood. He has an interesting story with that, and uh, I'm a little bit of a seasoned dad. He's a new-to-be dad. Um, yeah, one quick thing before we get into it. I've kind of got a uh, kind of got an offer to kind of promote something. I kind of want to get some of you guys' input on something. Uh, I'm kind of a tech-tard, as a lot of you guys know, so I'd like some of you tech-savvy folks to go check out endthefed.app. And kind of just let me know what you think. Give me give me your feedback. Uh, it's supposed to be like a person-to-person crypto-powered app store, which, I mean, that's throwing a lot at you. I mean, that took me a while to even figure out what the fuck that was. But, um, yeah, it's so – I mean, and I kind of thought it was really interesting because, for one, it's very agoristic. I mean, a lot of you guys know I'm an agorist. And it, I really – especially in light of recent events with Parler and such, it's kind of makes a lot of sense to be like, uh, we need to diversify out here. And, uh, I mean, if you can cut the Fed out any way possible, that's fucking awesome. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and bring on Shane, and we're going to shoot the shit for a little while. I guys, hope you guys enjoy it. What is up, Shane? <laughs> hey, what's going on? <laughs> what it do? Uh, so I want to go ahead and have you introduce yourself to the audience so they can uh, get, a, get a taste of who you are and what you're about and what you do, and then we'll get fucking into it. Uh, yeah, first, thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Uh, you know, so thanks for the invite. Uh, so yeah, as you said, uh, my name is Shane, and I... Uh, co-host a podcast called what's happening with my wife nico um mainly current events and sometimes we put in a little weird news there as well to kind of you know sprinkle sprinkle in a little different uh stuff in there um and then you know i guess uh i guess you can say well at least nowadays i'm a i'm a dad joke tweeter <laughs> or poster or whatever and <laughs> so you get those reactions pretty funny um and just someone that kind of checks out what's going on in the world. Uh, that's pretty much the whole point of our podcast is kind of just giving our take and our reaction to what's happening in the world today. Hence the term in the name of the show, what's happening. Hapa, for those who don't know, uh, Hapa is another term for half Asian. So I'm half Asian and she's half Asian. So that, that kind of, that kind of fits well. Um, some people thought it was a, a Hapa podcast as in we're, we just talk about Hans Herman Hapa all day. I mean, maybe for an episode, we might do that sometime. Who knows? But, uh, um, but yeah, that's kind of our uh, podcast and what we do. Um, you know, we just have fun and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's get, we'll do a little physical removal type stuff. That's, that's what you guys <laughs> yeah, you do. Get, enrage all the, the lefty libertarian types. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was funny. I was actually thinking that you, I mean, it's kind of a side. I just thought it was funny. You brought the dad joke thing and it's like, the older I get and the older my kids get, the more I am like, God damn it. It's all these stupid dad jokes. But it's like, I'm just not able to put my best content out with them because yeah. it's like, I can't throw the fucks and shits around with a kid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so the reason I, I had you on today is because uh, I knew you were a dad to be mm-hmm. and um I heard you had an interesting story. Um, you guys will kind of go into it, and we'll we'll riff on that and have some fun. Uh, 
go ahead and let you tell your story and uh, go from there. I won't, won't divulge too much. Be a little, let you go from there. You have an interesting story on how you made the baby, if you will. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna um, try and recollect and remember everything because it's been it's been quite a while. Uh, it's been a long journey, as you can say. Um, so. I believe it was November or December of 2019. Um, kind of found out that I didn't have. I, I guess like I had, there's this term that's it's like a uh, it's like azospermia, which basically means you have either like low count sperm or we have no sperm at all. And so, you know, when as a guy, you know, it's when you hear that, it's probably not the the best news to hear because. You know, when you come on this earth or whatever, kind of one of the points of, of being here is to procreate, as, as they say. And so when, when I heard that and, and when my wife heard that, we were both pretty devastated and kind of like, well, now what are we going to do? You know, we, we were kind of lost. Um, so I guess long story short is we kind of looked at other avenues of what we could do. So we, we talked to a, a specialist, an infertility specialist, and... So we kind of uh, talked to them about that and she was she, like, Nico, she was all in on this. She was like, okay, I got to figure out what's going on. You know, maybe we can help with your diet or maybe you can have some vitamins or, or, or minerals or something like that. Some supplements to help with that. And it, when we kind of found out about all of that, you know, cause mainly when people, when they hear about, sex or you know making a kid it's basically oh you know boom bam boom that's it you know that you know all that all that stuff well it's it's a lot more complicated than that it's not just when you have sex and you finish as they say it's not just automatically oh they're pregnant now that's not how it works under you know 100 of the time probably not even 50 percent of the time it doesn't even work like that you by the way you can go nsfw here if you want i i am i'm a mechanic by trade so i am oh, okay I don't know if you watch Trailer Park Boys, but there's that that like scene where in the courthouse and he's like he's like trying not to swear and he just goes to the, the judge like I, I gotta swear like I just if I don't swear I just I, I can't I can't do it so that's kind of where I am I, I I cannot communicate I mean I can but it, it, I for ease ease of talking I just swear let the let the fucks roll you know okay, okay. <laughs> so. yeah I probably should have asked that before but anyway uh, yeah that makes sense I mean you were saying you're saying fuck so I mean I don't know maybe I was just in the in the, uh, the filtered mood. But anyway, um, so yeah, so uh, kind of going back to what I was saying, um, we, we had all these different, uh, um, I guess, avenues to look at. And so when we were talking to the infertility specialist, they're kind of telling us what we can do and, and everything. And I, I guess, again, long story short, we we finally got to a point where it's going to have to go through more, more of a medical, I guess, intrusive, I suppose you can say. Um, so basically for, for Nico, especially she had to go through a lot. I didn't have to go through anything, at least emotionally for me, but for her, it was, it was emotionally and physically. I mean, especially now, you know, she's being pregnant and everything like that. Um, but she had to get uh, like shots uh, in, she had to have, uh, God, I wish I remember the names of them, but she had to get like patches on and everything like that, all to try and get pregnant, you know? And you just probably had to jerk off in a cup, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and it's funny too because when we're doing those shots, it's like it's they're called progest progesterone. I'm probably gonna really mispronounce these names, so I apologize. That's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna they're they were called like progesterone shots. It's, like, it's, it's basically like oil, and so I was the one that had to do it, and me who I've never given anyone shots before they're just like okay well here's what you're gonna have to do you know so get ready they give you one training session and then all right here you go you're off to the races and so you have to basically put it the shot over like i guess her her butt like like in that area right above right above her butt or whatever like that um so that was about i think about two or three months or so um so basically what i'm getting at for those who are boring i'll be like okay get to the point basically it wasn't just the you know linear like like you know i was saying before it isn't just a linear you come in the woman and that's it like you're saying jerk off into a cup and there you go you know um there was a lot more to it and so i'll just i'll just leave it at that and we can go on more yeah no it's funny i mean we were talking before and i kind of mentioned that like both my kids, like it was just me being an idiot because I'm I'm only 29. I have a 10 year old and eight year old, and so like you can do the math. Like I was pretty young, so yeah. most of the time we're just me just just being an idiot and being like, you know, just busting all in. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like God, I think the I remember the our second. It was she was on the depot shot because like she actually hmm. was on had the IUD in and that thing came out. And then uh, I always joke and say I did it with my dick, <laughs> but mm. I mean, whatever, probably not, but, <laughs> yeah. but it, somehow it got dislodged. So she had to get removed and she got put on the depot shot. And I remember she was like, and she was, she told me, she's like, well, the doctor told me like, uh, like, you know, for like the first month, it's not as effective. And me, I guess it's just like, you hear what you want to hear. So I'm just like, not as effective. I mean, like condoms are what? Nine, nine point nine. I mean, that's must be what they're getting. I just all in there. And then there, there comes baby Gabby. <laughs> Yep. So, yeah, it's just funny because, yeah, it, I mean, there's probably pros and cons. I mean, I'm sure you guys spend a shitload of money, like, with going through this process. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you got to completely plan. So there's a pros yeah. and cons there, whereas we were just young, dumb, and full of cum and friggin' yeah. popped out some kiddos. And, uh, I mean, we love our kids, <laughs> but it, it just it's just funny how it worked out the way. It probably would have been a little better if we planned, but, I mean, it worked out in the end. It's just, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh shit! I kind of just had a brain fart there. Uh <laughs> well, so I I do want to uh, add to uh, what I was saying before is that um, so I don't know why I completely blanked out on this. Like you you just had a brain fart. I had a brain fart too when I was explaining it. Uh, but I had I had three surgeries, um, and they're all in the balls. They're all in the balls. So yes, <laughs> yeah, your face exactly. Um, so they did, I had a testicular biopsy. Well, first I, yeah, I had a testicular biopsy, but I also had a varicocele surgery, which I had, I, this is completely new to me. I had no idea this even was even possible. So I was learning a lot of medical stuff along the way too, but apparently your veins can inflame inside to the point where it'll block sperm from coming out, which was like, I was like, well, I didn't, I had no idea. And so we had, so that was one of the things where, Oh, if we fix this, then maybe this will, this will work. And so that was one of the surgeries that happened. And then when they did the surgery and they found out that I think at that point, they only found, they didn't find a whole lot of sperm at, at that point, but that was something. And then after that, I had two uh, micro surgeries, which is even more intrusive because with the, 
bio with the biopsy surgery, it's just random. They just go randomly. Okay, well, we're gonna go here and see if we can find anything. But with the testing, they actually like go and look for sure. And so that's that's basically what I had to deal with was that. And then the the uh, the recovery time was um, it was interesting. I had to wear like I guess you could say a jock strap for a few weeks or so. And walking was fun. Sitting down was fun. Um, I mean, she had to do a lot for me, you know. So it, it was crazy. Yeah, that sounds awful. We've been we've been shooting the shit about getting a vasectomy for like ever, but I'm just like too much of a pussy. And like, <laughs> yeah, I know usually I guess when it comes to vasectomies, the standard procedure is to do it while you're awake. And mm -hmm. I was just like, uh, uh, like no way, like no way, uh, no way, Jose. Just you know, do the do the whole like <laughs> yeah. whole thing in a movie where you you say you say the line. But uh, yeah, no way that's happening. Like you're putting me out, or it's not happening. Like <laughs> uh, I, I would rather wear Connie. Like I just I. I no, I'm good. I, I don't know. Just uh, messing mess, messing with my balls is kind of like a, I don't know. Just I mean, it's like one of those things where like a guy sees a dude get hit in the balls, just hurts. So you just right. thinking about surgery. I don't know what it is. It's 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 kind of dumb if you think about it because I could have surgery in probably any other body part. I mean, maybe the only other thing I could think of maybe like my eyes. Are the yeah. only thing maybe I get weird about. But any other body part, if I need a surgery, I'd be like okay, my balls. I'm like we're gonna have to go through some very specific parameters here. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just thinking about it just kind of makes you go, Ugh. like, <laughs> and three, yeah, I can, I can only imagine. Cause, uh, yeah. Ugh. So <laughs> one thing I wanted to get into, um, kind of mentioned to you before is I thought it'd be fun to, I'm, I guess not that I'm the fucking expert on being a dad. I mean, you know, I kind of learned as I go, mm -hmm. but I thought it'd be fun to have the perspective dad have a little bit, ask some questions to the more seasoned dad. So I, I was wondering if you have any thoughts or any questions about, you know, what's to come. Oh yeah. I also want to ask, uh, you guys aren't that far along yet. So you guys, do you guys know if you're having a boy or an abortion yet? No, not yet, but very, very soon we're, we'll find out. I, I actually kind of knew that. I just wanted a chance to use a shitty joke, <laughs> but, but yeah, anyways, so back this is to, in but, China. Come on now. <laughs> Yeah, so like I said, I have two daughters. I have nothing against girls. I love, I yeah. love my daughters. I just always thought it was a funny joke. But um, I think it was like, from like Borat. Not Borat. It was the other movie. But anyways, I digress. So yeah, getting back to it. Um, we're talking, I think it'd be interesting if you had any questions for me for mm -hmm. like what to expect with fatherhood coming forward. Well, um, you know, as, be, as you were when you're saying you're, you're young, dumb, and full of cum and all that stuff. <laughs> Like when that first, when you first found out that you were pregnant, like how did you try and handle that emotionally and, and all that stuff? Well, I'm the kind of person who just shoves shit down deep and then just forget it exists. Yeah. <laughs> and I've heard that's the healthy way to deal with things. So I, I don't know. I mean, I was happy. I was excited. I mean, I was married. It's funny because like when me and my wife got married, like we got married super quick. So, mm -hmm. and then like almost immediately after our daughter, we, we conceived. So like, Everyone, like, I know everyone just immediately, all the rumors flew. They're like, oh, he must have knocked her up. But no, I actually did marry her and knocked her up. So, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, in retrospect, I would have liked to have had a little more time just to be to have fun, to be, like, a couple and just, you know, not have the kids sing. I mean, I love the kids, but they are uh, – kids are kind of a pain in the ass, but they're awesome. They're, like, they're the, the, the worst, most awesome thing ever, if that makes sense. So, mm -hmm. like, 
Yeah, so and when it, they're definitely put a hindrance in a relationship, especially an early budding relationship where you're still a uh, very enamored with each other and having yeah. lots of fun. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that kind of put a kibosh on a lot of the, a lot of the uh, debaucherous fun we were having at the time. So you know, because you know, on comes morning sickness and so right. on and so forth. So yeah, um, shit. I already rambled too long. I forgot the question. The question. <laughs> what was the question again? Well, that was just how you handled that, you know, when oh, you first found out, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was happy because, I mean, I was married, but it was just like, I mean, I guess I just didn't know what I was getting into. I was young. I mean, I was super excited about having a kid, but right. like, I mean, and I was like married to someone I love. So like, but it was still a very early relationship, a very young relationship. So it's still mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't think at the time I had those things, but later I was just kind of like, it would have been nice to have a little more time, which it seems like, I don't know how long you guys have been together, but you guys have definitely had that time. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys have, you, I'm sure... I'm sure. I, I mean, I don't know his relationship, but I'm sure that like honeymoon stage is kind of kind of eased out a little bit. So it's like whatever. We're gonna have some kids now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's at that point where we're kind of just like you know we're ready and I mean as ready as you can possibly be because you can say that you're gonna prepare and everything like that. But even when it when it's happening, you're like oh shit. Like I don't even know if if I'm prepared enough or if I'm ready. You know. So I think anyone that says oh I'm 100 percent ready for this and it's like okay well we'll see. You know we'll we'll see how how that works out. Um, that's, that's, that's my mindset right now is just, you know, making sure that she's okay. And that, that's another thing too, is the, like with her being the, the sickness and everything like that, did, did your, uh, did your wife, when, when she was pregnant, like, did she just, it seems to be a stereotypical thing. It's, it's always the pickles. Like, what is it with the pickles? I don't know. My, I don't remember what my, I think my, there were different cravings for each pregnancy, but it wasn't the same thing every time. I know that is like a common thing. It's pickles. Yeah. Uh, I know fucking uh, the second pregnancy, limes. Like, I don't know why mm. my wife was obsessed with limes. Mm. She would wake me up at like one in the morning and just like, <laughs> and like be like, go get me limes. Like, luckily we lived like right next to a uh, grocery store at the time. Yeah. So it was just like a minute drive, but it's still like, woman, I have work in the morning. Yeah, and- yeah. Like, but it would be one of those things where she was just being irrational. Like, I need limes. <laughs> like, it's like you did this to me. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get you limes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she got limes. So, but yeah, no, it, it was a, uh, I don't know. It's definitely an interesting pregnancy. Is just weird. I, I don't know. It's I just both of them. Just the hormonal craziness that went on during that period of time was just ridiculous. So I mean, you you how far along is is uh, Nico now? Uh, I believe it's almost 10 weeks now. 10 weeks. Oh, okay. So you're just, just yeah. probably like a little bit into the morning sickness, I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, she's been feeling um, like nause- the, the nausea. That's basically what she's been feeling the most is just that feeling of she wants to throw up, but it won't happen. And then like I was saying, the pickles and just the, like, it's funny too, because like dairy like affects her really, really badly. But during the pregnancy, it, it doesn't affect her all that much. So it's almost like a complete 180 in terms of her having some kind of dairy. It doesn't really affect her all that much anymore. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> gave her protective dairy powers. To yeah. Yeah. Anymore. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, do you have any other questions while, while we're on this topic? Um, I think I had a side I want to go down, but I just completely forgot. I'm just spacey a day for some weird ass reason. Didn't get a whole lot of sleep. <laughs> oh, go ahead with the with the side. Yeah, we can go oh, on no, side. I, I, yeah. I completely forgot. I might might come back to me here in a minute, but I, I can't think of it at the moment. Um, yeah, it might come back to me. <laughs> oh, I know what it was now. Uh, I, I was going to go into a little bit of just how, like, just for being a father going forward, mm-hmm. people always ask, like, 
oh, is it get better when they get older or whatever? Like, and it's like always like a yes and no. Cause yeah. I mean, not that, I mean, something you said sparked that thought in my head. I don't know what it was, but like, it's different. For example, my, my oldest daughter is 10 now. And so she's like, it's kind of starting to get into that teenager phase. And it's mm. really fucking frustrating. Like, like, yeah. Um, so it, it's, there's different challenges at different ages. I mean, it's kind of nice that my kids are like very independent, yeah. but it is like, now I have to deal with other stuff. They're like more emotional and have more needs in that way. Mm. And like, yeah, it's a whole thing. Uh, another thing I want to get into is that we kind of run the same circle. So I'm assuming you've kind of gone to peaceful parenting a little bit, or you've been looking into it or no, have you guys have I, thoughts on that matter or not really? Well, I, I believe that's the way we're going to go. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've heard about it and I, I've seen it mentioned before. I know, uh, like you're saying the same circles. I know that, um, Stefan Manu was a huge advocate for it. I know Luis J. Gomez as well. And, and Dave Smith too. So, you know, I, I hear it all the time. So I, I, that's the way we're going to be going. At least I, I really want to go down that path because kind of how I was raised peaceful parenting, wasn't always a hundred percent the, the main thing, I guess you can say. And I, I really don't, I want to try something different, you know? So. Yeah, no, I, that's probably like my, one of my biggest regrets is, I mean, I employ peaceful parenting now, but my children, when they were probably, uh, I mean, not like super young, I wasn't like spanking my kids when they're babies, but like, yeah. I don't know, probably like two, three, four ish. I, I was, I mean, I don't feel like I was too heavy handed, but looking back now, that's probably one of my biggest regrets is, I mean, that was just kind of how I was raised and I didn't see anything wrong with it. And it's like, right. it was right. one of the things I just kind of threw logic was like, that's not okay. Yeah. And yeah, and I, I see now, I mean, I do see some behavioral things that I think could have stemmed from that. So, you know what I mean? Like you employ that violence essentially in their heads and it's like, you kind of, I don't know, you can kind of, I don't even know how to explain it. You kind of see that present itself later to where, it, you know, no, it's almost, I guess just doing shit to kids like that, at that young of an age, I think it has an impression and uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it makes it where it kind of gives them the, like you were saying, it gives them the impression that it's approved to, well, the only way I'm going to be able to make you do what I want you to do is if I spank you or hit you or something like that. And then send, if you keep doing it over and over again, they're going to, well, I guess the only way I'm going to be able to do what I want other people to do is if I hit them because my parents were doing it. So I don't see what the problem is. And then, you know, if they, if that continues down that path when they get older, then who knows what's going to happen down that road. Yeah. One thing I did want to go into, I was kind of just, I mean, this will lead into another point I have later on, but I wanted to see, just kind of curious, like, do you guys, you and Nico have any concerns with having children in this current climate with all the craziness going on? I mean, that <laughs> is a real concern. Yeah. It's that, it's something that, you know, I was kind of thinking like, man, because all the stuff that's happening, especially because it's funny too, because, you know, 2020 is supposed to be this bad year, but now everyone's like, I want 2022 to come back or, you know, oh, 2020, remember those good times. And you know, even with all the, I guess, bad stuff you can say that's happening, we, we, we're trying to just focus on on just us and, and the kid, and we're going to really try and do our best. And that's that's I want to emphasize on that. Try our best to make sure that they don't get so dwindled into all the bad stuff that's happening around them. You know, I'm not trying to say, like, we're going to – they're never going to go outside ever again. None of that stuff, but – you know, it, 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 it's something that, I mean, you can, you can probably say that about any time when you, when you have a kid and you say, well, why are you bringing your kid up now? You know, and then and these people too were like, well, if you're bringing up a kid now, then that just means that you're trying to, I don't, I don't know if you've seen those, some of those people that say, if, if you're trying to 
raise kids or trying to get or have kids now, then you're just some evil person or whatever. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't know yeah. what happened with you. I mean, we, like I said earlier, we kind of run the same circles. My concern is not that my concern is I think we're in for some serious tumultuous times here soon. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, but I mean, as I've said, and uh, I mean, it's especially in some of my, one, my content that's on only exclusively on my channel, mm-hmm. I've kind of gone into a little bit of how I think that the future going forward that, I think that it's going to be that it's going to create more of a divide. But if you're on the right side of the divide, you're probably going to be all right. So if you are setting yourself up to be more independent and to not be on the teat of the system, if you will, I think you will be in a good place and you will most likely probably even thrive in the situation going forward. But so, yeah, so actually I'm kind of the same headspace as you is like, you know, as long as you make sure you got your shit together and you, and you, you know, you're on the right path, I think you'll be all right. But um, I actually have a, um, another question I want to ask you is that when you when you're teaching your kids, when you give them in school, like, do you do they homeschool? Do they go into government schooling? Like what's going on with the education? Oh, he, all right. This is one I'm not proud of because my wife's a bit of a normie and oh, okay. me and my wife are both very busy. So they are in public school. They were homeschooled for a while and I fucking loved it. And I wish we were in a situation where we could do that all the time. Because here's the thing, like, I, I know. Like when when they were homeschooling, they probably had the they learned like really well during that period of time. Because like for one, my my youngest daughter is basically a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. My oldest daughter is she's not dumb, but she struggles sometimes like picking up stuff. Yeah. So like it's kind of all she needs like a certain tailored learning style, and I don't feel like it works well with like uh, just your generic public school. So my youngest, if any, my oldest, the issue she has is that she she like it's not really like she doesn't really get the tailored kind of learning style she needs from the school so it kind of like makes her holds her back to an extent kind of makes her feel like she's the dumb kid when she's not she's not mm-hmm. dumb she, she doesn't learn the way everybody else does and my youngest daughter has the opposite problem where she's a fucking genius but mm-hmm. she's like basically being held back because like she's around all these fucking retards so, <laughs> like it's it really is like it's irritating i was really upset when she went back to public school just like like every day she'd come back and like the homework she had and stuff. And I'd just be like, this is what you're doing. This is stuff that you learned like two years ago, just from, just for shits and gigs around the house. And like, and, and like even just trying to get them to like gifted programs and stuff is just a pain in the ass. But yeah, it's like one of those things I wish I had the kind of time just we're not in that position. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, if my wife was less of a normie, maybe I could, maybe it would be a thing. It's also like, Oh, a point I was getting at too, is my wife, like being a, being a normie and she's kind of right. She was worried about them being socialized. When they were homeschooled, they did really well when it came to learning, but they they didn't really get socialized with other children because me and my wife did not have the time give based off our like our lifestyle and our like the jobs, our jobs and stuff. We did not have the time to properly like socialize them. But if but if we had had more time, we could have like, you know, got them into sports or whatever. That way they are interacting with children. Because I do think it is important that kids interact with other kids. So it's a matter of like having time and I would have liked to to restructure our lives a little bit more. And uh, we may end up going forward a little bit. I don't know if I'm ever going to get my wife full on board with like homeschooling. But uh, yeah, I mean, I say she's a normie. She's not that bad. She's just a little bit of a normie. So (laughs) yeah, I would definitely suggest something aside from public school. Personally, I don't really care that they're, I don't like that they're in public school, but I do my best to fucking, you know, um, mitigate the, the, that fucking bullshit, you know, like try to, as much as i like can once they, once they come out and they go okay so what'd you learn today and they tell you and they go well let me tell you how wh- what you're wrong about what they're mm-hmm. wrong about and then you try to like de-educate them or something like that 
Yeah, it, and it also mo- blows my mind some of the shit that they were just saying. Like, for example, with the election and stuff, like, I'm not, I mean, not, not to get too political, I'm not, like, really, like, we're both kind of libertarian circles. I'm not really one way or the other, but they were just saying, like, crazy shit, like, like for, like, one side, like, so not tr- trying to trying to skate around, like, going to politics too much, and, like, just having these opinions that, like, where yeah. did you even get this opinion? You know nothing about what you're talking about right now, and they're just like, yeah, and, like, they're having they have like these like firm political opinions and i'm like where the fuck are these coming from they're not for me and your mother hmm. like i don't know that was one that like really creeped me out like what in the hell is going on because i mean it could just be a matter of just being around the other children i mean but i mean maybe the teachers but still just like this is weird like how why are you having these very firm political opinions at this age <laughs> like you should not have any really any hard opinions on these things that you know nothing about at this period in time <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, the teacher told me so, you know, and, yeah. and I have to say what they say or I'll get an F. Yeah, and then especially with all the COVID stuff going on, some of the stuff right. they bring back, I'm like, and it's like, you can't really go too in-depth because it's like, but you're kind of like, that's that's dumb. Like, <laughs> such a lot Yeah, of that, that's another aspect about it too, about the education thing that I'm kind of worried about. If we have to go down that road, like you're saying, like you don't like the fact that your kids are in public school, but you really don't have a choice in, in what's going on with your life and everything like that. I, I am kind of worried that if we do have to go down that path, like, you know, how much indoctrination is going to be put into them and then everything like that, especially with all the COVID stuff and all the restrictions that are happening. I mean, I don't know when it's going to end. I have no idea. And I, I've seen some of the things, you know, I know I'm trying not to get too political, but I've seen some of the things where, you know, the kids have to, you have to do this and you got to go like that and you have to be separate and all this stuff. I mean, it's kind of weird, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've just been doing my best. Luckily, I'm in Florida, so it's not as bad. But even then, the schools yeah. are still all, like, COVID crazy. Because, I mean, uh, people think of Florida, and they think it's just the wild, wild west out here. And it's like, people don't realize, like, yes, the Florida, the state, they don't have the rules. They've cut back on, like, basically, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs, but damn near all the rules. Hmm. But the problem is that, but then you get down to the county level, you get down to the city level, you get down to, you know, you, every every little level, it's like they all have their own individual rules. So even then, the schools are still do, making them wear masks and shit like that. And I absolutely hate that. But I've done a pretty damn good job, in my opinion, of inundating my kids. Like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> so, like, we, we go into a store and they'll yeah. be like, do I need my mask? I'm like, no, shove that shit in your pocket. And if anyone says anything, put it on. Because, <laughs> I mean, I do believe in property rights. So if someone really, like, you know, if we go into a store and someone complains and they're like, hey, can you please put your mask? I'm like, Okay. That or I'll leave, you know, but like, okay, but I'm not like, until you say something to me or kick me out, I'm, I'm not going to, that's just the way I look at it. So yeah. like, I mean, depending on the situation, uh, I've been, I've said multiple times, we live in like kind of a, like a semi-retirement area. So mm-hmm. there is like one like grocery store I kind of go to a lot that I will wear it there. Cause it's like, there's a shitload of old people there and it's just like, I mean, they're the ones that probably are kind of at risk. So it's like, and also it's kind of like, just for their, their, their quality of mind and they're probably like weeks away from dying anyway. So like, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, well, this kind of leads into my next question. I had a, my next question kind of ties into the previous one a little bit. I was wondering if this has having, knowing you're having a kid coming up as if that's shifted your thinking in any way, especially when it comes to, all right, well, I'll, I'll go into my anecdote to kind of explain what I'm getting at. Like for okay. me, being as where my kids are at now and especially going on, it's made me far more of a collapsitarian, which I feel mm-hmm. like for a lot of people would think that was like counterintuitive. 
But for me, it's like there's actually one of the founders has a quote, and I can't remember what it is. It's something along the lines. It's like, if there's going to be strife, have it be in my time kind of deal. And it's, so it's like my thing is I would rather, if we're going to have some shit go down, I'd rather have it happen now. Because if you look at history, usually it's like you have periods of, t- of, like, of shit and then periods of things are better. So I would rather it get over. I mean, it's kind of if you bring it back to economics and like Austrian economics, it's the boom bust cycle in a sense. Right. So I would rather go ahead and let it bust like crazy because if it busts like crazy now, it'll prob- they'll probably have the boom. You know, I mean, I mean, I don't know how this is going to present itself in the future, but I would ideally like to get I would like them just keep printing money like gangbusters, essentially, and just let this whole thing collapse. And that way, hopefully my children can have a better, better future as opposed to them dealing with it in their adulthood. Looking at the way things probably are going, it's probably going to be most likely my children dealing with it in their mid to late 20s or early 30s, you know? So, but I would like them to just keep going nuts and just keep on a printer go burr, personally, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's my perspective. So you kind of get what I'm getting. I'm wondering if this is affected your thinking at all, because and that kind of tied to the previous question about having children in this climate. So I'm wondering if it's shifted your thinking anything. Because if uh, like I like to to bring it back, I if I was didn't have children, I wouldn't have those thoughts. Hmm. Like I, I wouldn't be like collapsitarian essentially. I wouldn't be like saying let this thing collapse. It's like I, I like personally no, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't I wouldn't be rooting for a collapse essentially. Whereas now I am because I just like get this shit over with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm yeah yeah I, 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 myself and then my kids can have can chill out you know. <laughs> yeah yeah I totally get it and so for me. Like I guess before I was kind of more towards that anarchist side, you know, kind of being like, well, the whole government's a sham and the constitution's bullshit and, and it's just a piece of paper. Just, just you know, put it in the fire. It gives a fuck. Um, but I think for me, the main issue that I kind of changed was just like with abortion, I was on the fence. Now I'm just completely pro-life. So that's kind of where my, my thinking shifted because, you know, when you see that, when you see that, uh, that embryo and then you see the, um, you know, you see, when you see that first ultrasound and you see the baby moving around, you're going, wow, that that's pretty crazy how there's a little, there's a life in there, you know, in, inside of my wife. And it's, it's mind blowing how it, you know, you, you can go from, you know, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I mean, I get both sides and everything like that. But now I'm just like, I don't know how you can look at that and just be like, yeah, f- screw it. You know, who cares? You know, so. And that, it, 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 I wish it hadn't taken that personal experience, but also at the same time, I am glad it did because I can see the life and just and just be like, this is incredible, you know. And I know for my wife, it's it's gotten her. um more into her faith and I'm trying to get into that as well. Um, I, I never really grew up with, with uh, I guess being in a, in a faith type of household. So I never really grew up with that. Um, and so I am kind of going more towards it's, it's small steps, but I am getting into it. Um, but she's all in on it. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy to go with, with that path with her. Uh, but yeah, for sure. The whole, just seeing that life in general, this really kind of made me more, pro-life and i haven't really liked the whole term pro-life and pro-choice but that's a whole other issue and a whole other thing yeah yeah i i, I was actually thinking that as you're saying that because i i don't like the pro-life pro-choice because yeah. i actually can completely go full autism on this and like i'm actually <laughs> i would if you have to put me in one corner or the other i'm i would probably be pro-life i'm actually with you and yeah. funny thing you brought up faith 
I'm an atheist as well, but I have no, I come from this position, not from a position of faith. Right. I can completely go logically why I think you should, why abortion is wrong. And I mean, right. I, I actually do have specific scenarios in which I think it is permissible, you know, like if we're going to like go full autism, because like I, uh, like we won't go full too, too into it. I mean, maybe another time or something, but yeah, I, I just thought it was funny because you kind of brought up faith too. And I, I, I don't, because that's one thing I always hate how people bring up like, you know, like how like pro-life people are like all just religious. And I do think mm-hmm. that is like, I mean, there's something to that. And that is like, yeah. most people don't really think this through. And then they get to this position from simply, well, God said so. And I, I mean, really, even if you are religious, if that's your only, like, if that's your only real argument, I really feel like you need to go back to the drawing board. And they, so like, for me, I, I came to this position just thinking through it logically. And I just came to the point that's like, I just don't think it's morally permissible you know, I think it's essentially an NAP aggression in most cases. I think there are certain cases in which it is not yeah. like, you know, but yeah, you know, you get into the whole property rights type argument. Right. But yeah. No. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. And I actually came from the opposite. I, um, I was actually like super religious as a kid. And then now mm-hmm. I like, I'm an atheist. And, and funny enough, like my path to becoming an atheist was kind of like, I learned the logical tools going through from that, like, I guess, conversion. I mean, it's not really a conversion. I like kind of learned logical tools through that. And that's kind of what also brought me along my progression from like, to like anarchists and so on and so forth. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, I think we're kind of at a good spot to go ahead and kill this. So you want to go ahead and drop your plugs? Yeah, sure. So uh, again, I host a podcast called what's happening uh, with my lovely wife, Nico. Uh, we release weekly. Um, but for this time, especially with her, you know, being pregnant, and everything like that, uh, she'll be on there a, a little less than usual. So hopefully there'll be more guests and, uh, maybe more episodes released, not just weekly, but maybe twice a week or something like that. But for the most part, it's generally once a week. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, until I guess Twitter just decides they're going to ban everyone who's not to the right of or everyone who's to the right of Bernie Sanders or whoever you want to say, I don't know. Uh, but you can follow me at Shane Scalf. I also have a telegram channel. It's the same name. Um, and I, I have a whole bunch of links. It's going to my Twitter. I have a, I have a link tree there. You can go to my bio and, and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, that, I think that's, that, that's about it. Nice. Yeah. If you ever need a guess, holler at your boy. I know how that scheduling game can be sometimes where you're like, <laughs> yeah, where yeah. You're like procrastinate and put it off and you're like, Oh shit. Oh shit. I got, I got to schedule someone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, for me, uh, like I said earlier at the beginning, uh, we've got the No Way Jose YouTube channel. I'm also on pretty much anywhere uh, audio, our podcasts are at, so you can find me there. Just look up No Way Jose. I'm also on the Liberty Movement YouTube and BitChute. This ch- this episode will definitely be going up on the Liberty Movement. Not all of them will. Like I said, I for example, like an episode tomorrow, we're going to be going over current events and stuff mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, James Gentleman, who's a, a Blackbird, is his podcast, and uh, we'll be going to that. So that'll be only on my channel um yeah with uh with the liberty movement we're on we're on facebook and MeWe. uh if you want to hop in that um you can contact me at the the liberty movement global at gmail.com or you can find me on damn near every social uh like i said at the beginning go hit if you're especially if you're a tech person go look at endthefed.app and just give me some feedback i want to hear what you guys think uh yeah like share subscribe comment all that good shit and with that deuces thanks for coming shane yeah thanks again for having me appreciate it no problem.